Radio. watermelon kombucha and I am so excited for today's episode. Um, to say that she is a boss babe is definitely an understatement and I am so excited to just dive in and to see what she's got for us today. And of course I am talking about the one and only Nicole Kapninson and I am so excited because she is the owner of Meraki and Nickel Spirits and she also has an amazing giveaway for you guys today. So we will be drawing about 4.30, a winner for a bottle of gin and breakfast for two at Meraki, which is the most vibey place I've ever been to. So with that, I want to give a warm welcome to Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. I am so excited to be sitting down with you here today. It sounds so weird. I'm like, this is a first time on the radio. Yes, it definitely gives you a little bit of um, a, oh, this is what I sound like kind of experience, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> and you sound fantastic, though. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> you sound perfect. Good. Perfect. So I definitely have tons of questions for you because, like I said, you are a boss babe. Like, Aww. I've been following you for years. We've been friends for a long time yeah. on Instagram, huh? A long time. A long, long time. And I've just, like, watched you grow. And I've, like, just been, like, in true awe of what you've built. An empire, really. Oh, thank you. You are so, so welcome. So I want you to walk us through a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Okay. Um, where should I start? I mean, at the beginning. Okay. So I was a or I am a restaurant girl, um, born and raised in um, Albuquerque. My father had, gosh, I think he's had 34 restaurants in oh my gosh. New Mexico. So um, I grew up in that world. And um, I was, I had a half brother and sister, but um, they were a lot older. So it was pretty much like an only child. Um, so I was always, um, at the restaurants. Um, I really didn't have babysitters. If my parents had to go somewhere, they kind of just left me there with the staff that has worked for us for years. Um, so literally every single day of my life and still to this day, I'm at a restaurant. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's like in your blood. Yeah. It's just like second nature. And I mean, you can really see that in everything you create too, because everything like i said is curated to each nod because i've been to i think all of your restaurants and i've been to some of your family restaurants too and you've just really taken it to that next level you know yeah i mean i i run my restaurants totally different than uh, my family does and they're just a lot um more old school than i am and um I've learned a lot from them, but I, I kind of take it in my own course and kind of modernized things. I think that's a perfect way to put it, like very modern. And that's something that I think is so unusual to see in Albuquerque because you just don't really necessarily get that like modern experience where you go in and you're like, this is very Instagrammable. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I said when... Um, I was designing Meraki and my boyfriend helped me with everything and everything I wanted in there. I told him I wanted to be Instagrammable. So everything from my food, from my coffees, from the decor, um, it's just so important nowadays to have that. And um, I also wanted it to feel like you weren't in Albuquerque. I just, all of my places with Knob Hill Bar and Grill, like it had this very um, big city vibe to it um so i just love that you can kind of go into a place and disappear from you know albuquerque for a little bit 
it's totally an escape. That's yes. a perfect way to say it. Yeah. Yes. I do feel like I'm stepping into somewhere else. Yes. And where did you kind of get the inspiration for Meraki when you were, you know, creating that space? Um, so I planned a trip to Greece in like seven days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so um, when I found out that the new owners of Nob Hill were going to actually purchase the restaurant and it was like, I was just so excited that um, I didn't know if I could ever take a trip like that ever again or in the near future. So I planned a trip to Greece um, and my best friend came and um, we literally booked our tickets seven days before we left. And um, we went to Mykonos first um, island and it was just the most amazing, I mean, from the decor there, everyone has this idea that Mykonos looks um, like kind of cheesy with like the you know, like the columns that you can buy at Hobby Lobby and the statues and the blue ceiling and the blue, like everywhere. And it's totally not. It's like all these organic materials and concrete and stone. And the only blue that you actually see is the ocean. Um, so, and then Greece has the most amazing coffees, like the Greek frappe that I have on my um, menu that is kind of probably people are probably know it from that whole dragana craze that was all over instagram do you remember that when yes, everyone's do. like whipping the coffees yep so that's a greek thing and i like i sound like my dad right now like oh that came from the greeks or whatever but it totally did <laughs> right so um so we would wake up every morning we would have like these amazing coffees and you're just surrounded by like all this beauty and um so i come back home to albuquerque um, and I had just sold Knob Hill and I just, I really didn't want to do anything at the time. I was like in the process of buying my mother's restaurant and that was just a disaster and fell through. And I'm so thankful that that didn't happen. Um, so I was just kind of helping my dad out and COVID happened. And, um, we had this banquet room that we never used and it was the best part of the entire shopping center. Like it's on a hard corner of Eubank and Wantabo. You can see the park. There's grass around it. And I'm like, okay, why don't we make this a coffee shop? And it worked and it was, it's been awesome. And oh my God, I'm so glad to be out of the nightclub business and doing coffee because oh people gosh. are so much like friendlier. People like caffeine. And I don't have to cut people off. I'm like, have as much coffee as you want. Yeah, you're like care. two, three, four, five. Yeah. Just keep doing it. Yes, totally. I, I got goosebumps when you're kind of like telling me and like walking me through that because I like picture you like walking into this space and just like looking and going like, this is going to be something. Totally. Oh, yeah. I love it. And it has great lighting too. Like you said, it that has corner. Yes, lighting. Yeah. Like all day long. Totally. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. It's so, so perfect. Thank you. Um, so I love that inspiration because I, I do kind of feel like I'm going to Greece a little bit. And I'm like, thankfully, I can go to Greece. Had you been to Greece before? Um, only when I was six. So I didn't remember it. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily get the decor, um, like the inspiration. But a really good Greek friend of mine walked in and he's like, petting the walls and he's like oh my god these are like the walls in Mykonos I can't believe it I'm like oh my gosh thank you so much for noticing that because that's exactly what I did well yeah because it has like a texture yes yeah, yeah I totally. love it yeah it's so so good and Thanks. your furniture is so good thank you. like it's just so crisp and clean it's like a vibe thank you and we had um well not we but I attended an event last Thursday at Meraki and it was a perfect place to have yeah, a party. It's it's quaint and it's small. And, um, you know, I've done these huge restaurants where we have like 300 capacity and then a banquet room. And it's it's a lot. And so it's perfect. It's just like I'm I'm happy with the small right now. Well, it's the perfect size because you open up those doors and then it just becomes like an open outdoor a space. Huge patio. And everyone loves patios. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and like patio season, we're like entering green. Woohoo! Finally. So that's fantastic news for that to happen. I wonder if they can finally like allow dogs because 
obviously I have the whole time. <laughs> right? You're like, I haven't oh. cared. I'm like, I'm, bring your dogs. We have treats. <laughs> I know. My friend, she wanted to go yesterday and she's like, oh, I just got a new puppy. And I was like, Meraki is puppy approved. Yes. <laughs> puppy approved. <laughs> Puppies and coffee. Best. Like, can you think of a better combination? Nope. No, <laughs> not at all. Now, so at Meraki, do you have a favorite drink on the menu? Um, okay, so in the morning, I have, um, it's funny because I'm not a huge coffee drinker. I have like two sips. Everyone makes fun of me. Oh, that's like, so funny. Of course. Greece. Yeah, my best friend's like, oh, here she goes with her two sips of coffee. Um, but I do love coffee. I just can't drink a lot of it or else I'm just bouncing off the walls. Um, but my favorite drink is the cappuccino freddo. So it's a whipped um it's whipped espresso and we whip it with powdered sugar and we pour it over um over milk of your choice either whole milk or almond milk and it's so good oh my gosh that sounds really good i would do it over whole milk i think i always just like like the creaminess of whole milk you know i know whole milk is the best like it just um it foams a lot better i don't do the whole whole milk but yeah yeah definitely oh my gosh okay so that i'm putting on the list and i definitely want to try this the fredo right yes I want to try that too. Every time, so but every time I've been going recently, it's been in the evening. Well, okay. So my favorite evening drink. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yes. Well, and I also just that turmeric latte. Oh, that the one golden is milk is so good. Good. Yeah. I really like that. I got that with like an shot of espresso. And then because it has those rose petals on it, it's like so Instagrammable. Right. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> and your girls that work there are seriously the sweetest things ever They're the best yeah i've always been blessed with such amazing staff and um it's so crazy because all the staff that i've ever had in my life they're all in school they're going to go do something else they're all they all leave me at some point which is like so like hard well, but yeah you get attached yeah but i've like trained myself like okay like you're gonna go be like something amazing and you're not gonna be with me forever but while i have them it's just a blessing for sure Oh, that's so awesome. But yeah, I love all of your, all of your yeah, um, they're so girls. Sweet. They're the sweetest. Yeah. Like, I really do appreciate them. Okay, so go back. So okay. bevies in the evening. Okay, so um, I'm like such a cocktail girl. I'm a little mixologist. Um, so my favorite one right now, hmm, let's see. Um, I would say the Nickel 87 is my favorite. So it's like, so it was actually inspired by the Lavender 99 at Los Poblanos. Um so they were one of the first ones to pick up my gin, which we used their lavender um, in my gin. And um, they put it in the Lavender 99. So Lavender 99 was um, modeled off of a French 75. Do you know what a French 75 is? I don't. So it's a classic cocktail, and it's um, gin, a lemon press, simple syrup, and you top it with champagne. So the Lavender 99 um, which we call it the Nickel 87 at Meraki. It's the exact same thing, um, is a take on the French 75. So it's gin, um, lavender simple syrup, a violet flower liqueur, which gives it like this really pretty purple, um, a lemon press, and then you top it with champagne. Oh my gosh. It's so good. That's what I should have had yesterday. Yes. I'm having regrets. Come whenever and have it. <laughs> Although I did have the old fashioned and that was delicious. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's really, really You're good. You're a whiskey girl. I do like whiskey, and I never Every knew that about myself. So everyone always continue, continues to ask, like, are you going to start? Are you going to do a whiskey? Do a whiskey? Do a whiskey? And when I was doing the cocktail menu at Meraki, I only wanted additive-free spirits, and I wanted everything I could find to be a woman-owned um, spirit, spirit or wine. And I had the hardest time finding a whiskey. Um and so I'm like, okay, well, maybe I need to do a whiskey, but I just don't have the palate for it. Like, I can't do something that I don't love. Exactly. You know? But what if you made one that you do love? Yes. Yeah, so I think I could do that. Um, as long as I can, like, do it additive-free. and Because all of my stuff, like Meraki, my spirits, everything, like, it doesn't have any fake sugars, weird additives or dyes or colors or anything like that. So if I could, then I might. I might think about it. Well, yeah, and that's what I love because you know that you can, you know, go to your place or you can get the spirits and you know that you're having something that you're not going to feel like bad after yeah, you have it. totally. And that's super important. It's so crazy because like people go like crazy on screwball or fireball and the FDA doesn't 
doesn't make you put ingredients on your bottles like in in spirits which is the craziest thing to me because the stuff that goes into it is like insane like and the fda actually it's really funny they don't allow us to say that we use non-gmo corn which is so weird that is super weird yeah but you can use all these chemicals and then not list it as well so i don't know it's like it's crazy so i'm definitely one of those people like as when it comes to wine and spirits like the hangover is way less if there's no additives exactly and it tastes better true absolutely yeah Yeah, and i i love your vodka and i love your gin and i i didn't even know i was a gin girl but i am yeah a lot of people i'm like i really like gin so that's so funny because i get the most compliments about the gin from people that don't drink gin you know, like most gin people, like they know what to expect. They're like, okay, yeah, that has juniper. Oh, but you added laughter. Like that tastes really good. People that love Hendrix love um, love the nickel gin because it's very similar. We have like a citrus component in there, um, which, you know, makes it more drinkable and more drinkable than a London dry. Right. You know, London dry is like your dad's old, like gin martini that that's what i like think of when i think of gin is pine like tree yes. and you're like oh my god i remember like my parents used to have bombay sapphire on their bar and every party i had in high school i'd like put it out no one would touch it they're like no thank they're you like, we're not gonna drink that so it's funny that you say that so my dad he was doing this thing with gin and he was like soaking raisins i think in gin it's supposed to be some sort of like good thing like if you have a cold or if you do oh, that like it's supposed okay. to be like good for you know fixing ailments and so my friend and I, we thought it was like, we're like, that bottle had just been sitting in the pantry for like ever, right? And yeah. I'm like, hmm, my dad isn't like paying attention to that. So we were like, well, we'll grab this and we'll, you know, give it a go. We took a drink and we're like, never mind. That's why that's still Totally. There. And people like have the worst um, stories about gin because I think it's like one of those things like they try and they don't know how to drink it, but it's amazing. It like is amazing. Gin, so gin is one of a, like mixologists and bartenders' favorite spirit to use because it's so versatile and it like it blends so well in drinks. Um, and it's so funny. Like I've had so many amazing mixologists at my restaurants, and you know, a, a woman will walk in and say, "Make me whatever you want, just not with gin." And of course, they reach for the gin bottle and they make it with gin, and they have no idea and they love it. Oh, that's so funny. You know. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I remember because I went to um, Knob Hill Bar and Grill actually for my Dirty 30 party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you had this drink that had um, like dry ice in it. Uh-huh. And that was such a cool the experience because I hadn't ever seen anything like that before. Yeah, that was um, that was something the old owners had started. And we, um, we continued to do it like on the weekends. And people just go crazy for stuff like that because you, like, you can't find it in Albuquerque, you know? It's like you go to a bar and they're like, do you want like a vodka soda or a vodka cranberry? So that's like, kind of the option. Is that my option? And then like a maraschino cherry. Yeah. Like, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to take a picture of this. I don't know. I mean, I still will, but I don't know. <laughs> my dad told me a story. So back in the day, I used to eat those things like they were like going non-existent. Same. Yeah. Well, so one day my dad told me that they were made from paper yeah, I don't oh. know. I don't know if it was true or not, but so I continue to tell people this. And I'm leaving um, one of my dad's restaurants the other day, and I hear the staff talking, and they're like, "You know, those are made from paper, white, right?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, the legend continues. It just He's continues to tell people this." I'm like, "Why do you keep serving them then?" You know? Yeah. For anyone that's listening, maraschino cherries—they're made out of paper. They're made from paper. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't use them at any of my restaurants. We have that really good italian luxardo cherry um that's the only thing i use because you recommended so like i had messaged you i was like okay i have no idea i wanted to get it for my husband i wanted to like get him like a whole setup for old fashions i remember and i was like help me and you like totally walked me through and i'm totally hooked on those cherries they're They're the the best best so good he doesn't like eat the cherry so i'm happy because i get to have two oh yeah when they make josh a drink at meraki or mykonos they always give him two cherries because i always steal his oh that works out perfect (laughs) i love that that's excellent (laughs) so i want to get a little bit more into nickel spirits okay and kind of your journey like getting into that because that's something completely different i mean I know that because you're such a good mixologist and you create these cocktails, it kind of seems like a natural progression for you to move into that. But that's like a whole other beast to conquer. Yeah. Okay. So um, that started, um, I keep saying three years ago, but I think it's like almost four years ago now. Um, 
about four years ago. So it really, it started more, well, for two reasons. I've, I love mixologists, mixology, and I love making cocktails. And I've always been super picky um, with what I use and what goes into it. And um, I just, you know, I'm like, okay, I think I can make a really good vodka and a really good gin um, just because, you know, I can taste different I can taste different vodkas and I can tell you, I can blind taste them and tell you like, okay, this is crap or this is good or whatever. So it happened, that kind of was the reason. And then also another, the restaurant girl in me was thinking like, okay, it costs $350,000 for a liquor license in New Mexico. And if you make your own spirits, you can have three places with liquor as long as it's local and not have to pay for that $350,000 license. Smart. So that's how it started. And then um, it very quickly turned away from that. And I realized, like, I don't want to run three more places. Right. (laughs) You know, I can't even find enough staff to work at my places now. Like, there's no way I want to run three places. Um, And the the money really was um, in just production and distribution. So... um, the dream of all of these tap rooms was like, okay, let's not waste our time. Let's not try and get food and a chef and staff and all of these things. Um, and, you know, we bought a building. We bought the old Alpine Sausage building, and we were going to do everything there. And then we're like, okay, we don't need it because we're not going to have a tasting room. Um, and one of my big things about not having a tasting room is I saw how badly the breweries um, really hurt the restaurant industry and especially the nightclub business because they were able to serve liquor till 11. They didn't have a liquor license. And then we would get everyone cr- like bombarding the doors at 1130 on Fridays and Saturdays wasted off of this beer that's like 11% alcohol. We couldn't serve anyone. So it really like took a toll in the restaurant industry. And I didn't want to do that. I really wanted just restaurants to serve my spirits and help these restaurants, um, you know, with their business and not take away from it. So, um, and that's what we did. So we sold that building because we weren't going to use it for a restaurant. (laughs) And we went and got like a really huge warehouse down um, in like the old sawmill area. And we have so much room to grow and you know, we don't, we don't have any tasting rooms. We don't let people there. Um, it's just like for our production, it's like our bottles and that's it. Oh, that's so cool. So I didn't even realize that everything was here in house. Everything's made in New Mexico. So, and then all of my bottles, all of my boxes, even my, my tops to my bottles are all American made, which was super important to me as well. Um, so, you know, nothing is from across the border, you know, China or anything like that. I just, I wanted to keep it as American as I could. I love that. Yeah. That's fantastic. You can even get like corn from China for your spirits right now. And can like, you? Yeah. You can get anything. You can get everything, anything from China. And I'm like, no, I want to keep it all American. Made. Yeah, keep it. And then, I mean, the more local, the better because, um, you know, then you're giving people jobs. Well, and what's so like, so another thing I learned in this whole process is like, okay, do we need this whole like, water filtration reverse osmosis system to you know to make our spirits better and one of our good friends that was a distiller is like you know that the santa fe aquifer is the second best aquifer in the united states right i'm like i didn't know that no i didn't know that we actually have really good water here like i drink tap water i don't like i've always drank tap water my whole life here and so we did like some test runs and we did it with um, like this purified water and then we did it with the aquifer water and it was so much better with just the natural water. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if like the minerals and stuff like that that are kind of in it. Totally. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You're like so even like local New Mexico water yeah. is also in and it. And we say the Santa Fe aquifer water because when you think like New Mexico water, you're like, mm, 
is it like Rio Grande? Yeah, you're like, do we have water? Like, I don't think we do. Just like when you go to a restaurant, they're like, do you want bottled or like some of the Rio Grande's finest? And you're like, ooh, like, mm. <laughs> Rio Grande's finest all the way. Rio Grande finest, yeah. That was really interesting what you were telling with me about the breweries. Like, I hadn't even ever thought about that, how they would just like be there and then they'd leave and then they'd show up and you missed out on all of that experience with that clientele. It's been a great um you know, it's been great income for New Mexico. Like breweries have been amazing. And God, I think we have like the most breweries per capita in, in than any other state, which is insane. Um, but the the laws, which they just changed the laws, which is I'm totally on board with. Um, but before it was totally just not fair that that you can like stay open till 11 and we can only stay open till two. Right. And by that point, it's like, well, what's the point? Like we can't even serve them because they're trashed. Yeah. You're like, get it together, yeah. people. So I just didn't want to do that. Yeah. And then is there, you know, beer before liquor never been sicker. Isn't that the rule oh, anyways? Gosh, best, especially craft beer. <laughs> yeah. Like, and just like, I just think like the volume, like there's yes. just so much liquid. Yeah. It's a lot. So that's why I definitely like hard a little bit more because then that way it's like not so much volume too. I'm yeah. not that big into beer I'm at all. A, I'm not a beer girl. I've tried. I've tried too. Yeah. Like when it like got kind of really big, I was like, okay, I can do this. And I'm like, no, I, I just, can't do it. I yeah. can't I can do, do like it. a Coronita like twice a year. That's kind of me. Yeah. The same. I'm like, oh, okay, the lightest. Yeah. Like blonde, 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 blonde. Yeah. And then I'll totally go for it. Totally. <laughs> oh, so a little bit more about going into the spirits. So okay. how do you even like develop something like that? Like where do you begin? How do you get the... There's just like so much, you know? So we bought like this little tiny still, um, like... I don't know, it was like $300 and we had a distiller that first, you know, was interested in working with us and we were trying some things and we're like, oh man, this is like, this is not going well. This is not good. <laughs> you're like these mixtures, you're like, these are like, we're totally gagging or what? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, maybe we are not, we're like, we're barking up the wrong tree. Maybe we shouldn't do this. And then um, another distiller in town that has just been so wonderful, he um, was like, well, let, let me give it a shot. And he we did a ton of test runs but the first one was like oh okay so we can do this um and then it just became part of like let's add um so the process of actually making our gin is totally different than um like typical gin they use a gin basket and they kind of put everything kind of like a like a tea bag and it um kind of goes um, so they can like soak it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what we do is um, we do a maceration process. So we put the different botanicals in at different times. Um, and that allows us to really get the exact um, flavor we want. So, you know, when you use a gin basket, you're like, well, it is what it is. You're just getting all of you the know, things. Like hopefully the grapefruit you get this time peel is the same grapefruit peel as the last time, but it might not be. So we do the maceration process and we put um, everything in at different points of the distillation process so that we can we make sure we're putting it in at the right time and the right amount. So like every time like we use lavender, you never know if the lavender is a little different um, than the time before or the grapefruit or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, our process is just a little different and, um, it just makes it, um, more easier to do every single time. It creates the consistency that you're looking for in your product. That being said, so with the vodka, we had to get the vodka down first because gin comes from vodka. So that's why we did the two, um, I probably tried like 47 different samples of vodka before. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we did like 47 like different runs and like each time it's like, okay, here's 12 new bottles. Here's 12 new bottles. And it's funny. My distiller is like, she's going to pick number 12. I know she is. And sure enough, without, without him, without me knowing he said that I chose number 12. Oh my gosh. And it was the one with no additives. So you just like you have that palette. It was, it's just for like it. so pure. It was like I'm like I'm like, are you tricking me? Like, is this water? Is this watered down? Like, what's going? Like, is this a joke? And he's like, no. Nope. He's like, it's just the one that's um, additive free. 
I'm like, why did we mess with everything else? The like, whole, why were you wasting time? my time this whole time? There's like <laughs> sugars, there's citric acid. There's all kinds of different things that you can add. And not everything is chemicals. Like some things are natural, but like Grey Goose has a ton of sugar. Tons. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Which is fine. And oh, yeah. same thing with um, like some of my favorite gins are Old Tom gins. Their Old Tom gins are, they are an Old Tom gin because of the addition of sugar. So it's not the worst thing in the world, but I'm just like such a huge, like I'm a health nut. And right. I just, I wanted to create something that clearly I, I did this to gear towards women. Um, Cause whatever women like men will follow. Oh yeah. They're like puppies. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, cause she's going to be like, well, I want that one. And he's like, okay, I'll have that too. Yeah, that have sounds that too. perfect. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I had no idea that gin came from vodka. Yeah. I did not know that connection. It's the base. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that works out perfectly yeah. then. So I do really, really like the flavors in the gin. Like you said, it has a little bit of like that lavender. The juniper isn't super strong in it either. Like they just all complement each other so, so nicely. Yeah. And I still wanted that incorporation of the juniper. So without juniper, it's not gin. Right. Um, and there's a lot of gins out there right now that taste more like a flavored vodka like almost like a flavored lemon vodka and I didn't want that I wanted it to obviously stand out as a gin but I wanted it to just be more approachable and so when we when I first started nickel it was nickel nickel co botanical spirit company and then we dropped that because we didn't want to do a flavored vodka Gotcha. Or like anything with botanicals in the right. vodka. But that has always been like in the back of my mind is I always have wanted the gin to be very botanical forward. And it is. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's delicious. Thank you. So do you like to do like a gin martini? Is that like something so, that you like doing? Um, this, this gin does not, it's a good martini with a twist. I will say that I would not put olive juice in it. It's I don't think so either. No, it's not a dirty martini gin, for yeah, sure. I don't think so either. Yeah, the vodka is like dirty martini's best friend. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and the vodka is so good. Yeah. I made a crazy kombucha recipe with I saw that. that. It was really fun. Yeah. I was like, why not have kombucha? Like, it's going to be like There's a little There's a lot mixture. of kombucha cocktails right now. I've it's been cool. seeing that. I'm like, were people watching me? No, I'm just kidding. Other uh, states have them like on draft. Yes, you they know, do. The, yeah, it's just like a drafted um, kombucha cocktail, which is really cool. That is really, really cool. And I think a couple of breweries I've gone to, they like serve kombucha. And yeah. I usually get that instead because I actually prefer that like over beer, like yeah. you said. And I think um, I also, you know, you were saying with how, like, how the FDA doesn't like make them put things on the labels and things like that. So when, you know, you're doing vodka and you're thinking, okay, this one's low calorie, but you don't really actually know what's in it and how many calories it has so i love that yours is like nope nothing yeah no additives that's fantastic yeah. I well love it. and it's i mean it's just an advertising game i mean tito's is so popular because it's like gluten-free all all vodka is gluten-free <laughs> so they're just like i mean it's gluten free yeah, yeah you guys are cute for saying that um but all vodka is gluten-free you know people still ask me they're like was well, your vodka gluten-free i'm like yeah, I think it is. most alcohols sure. are besides beer. Yeah, I mean, there's some things that, that might have gluten in it, but vodka is gluten-free. <laughs> yeah, well, I, when the whole, like, gluten thing, everyone got crazy for that. I mean, I love pasta, so there's yeah. no way I'm ever going to... Oh, I love bread way too much. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to be happening. <laughs> so it's about 4.30, so I want to okay. draw for our winners. Okay. Okay, so let me get them. Okay. And I'm going to have you okay. draw them. You can definitely enjoy your kombucha first. I brought kombucha for she both of us. She brought the most amazing kombucha. It's watermelon wonder. Yeah. Have you tried this one before? No. It's so good. It's really, really good. Okay. So, so is this good. person going to be for the breakfast or for the gin? Uh, let's do the gin because we were just talking about Perfect. it. Perfect. I love it. Okay. So the winner is Rebecca Padilla. Perfect. Hi, Rebecca. Congratulations. Yay. You get some gin. Yeah, you like it. If not, you will. <laughs> exactly. If you don't like gin, now you do. Now you do. So you'll okay, know. Okay, so you want to do the breakfast now? Yeah, let's okay. do the breakfast. Okay, so the breakfast for two is John R. Nelson. All right. All right, John, you're going to be in for a real treat. Yay. Because Meraki is, it's my most favorite <laughs> place. I, oh, thank you. I seriously am purposely creating events so I can go there. <laughs> 
I love it. It's my favorite place right now, too. I love going to work. I always create these places that I love going to work. Like, I never feel like I'm going to work ever. I feel like I've, like, never worked a day in my life. Well, Seriously. that's so perfect. Well, and yeah. you're always so happy. Like, when I go Aww. in there, you're always just, like, soaking it in. And you're just, like, doing this and this. Is, and everything's, like, so clean. It's so neat. It's so tidy. And you have, like, a little market in Meraki, too, huh? Mm-hmm. I should probably talk a little bit about that. Because you're sure. supporting local businesses within your local business. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, our little market. So, a lot of the things in there we make. So, everything on our menu. Um, I wanted everything on our menu... F- to be able to be purchased. So like our jams, our spices, um, our olive oil, um, our coffee, our syrups that we make. So we make all of our syrups for our um, coffee drinks. Um, So you can buy all of that. But then we also have like these wonderful candles that are local. Um, What else do we have right now? I'm trying to think. Okay, so a lot of the things that I get – they're not not all of them are local, but they're made from like these really small um, companies that that you can't buy on Amazon right, or anything small business. like that. Yeah, so like my my greeting cards or my birthday cards are like all recycled paper by these like two wonderful girls. I should send you their Instagram because it's so cute. Um, and then they give part of their money to like you know it's just like they pay it forward. Yeah, pay it forward type businesses, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, and then our ice cream that we just added. Um, oh wait, ice cream! Oh, wait, I saw yeah. I saw you post yeah, about it for yes. the affogados. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is actually a good friend of mine. His name is Dimitri, and he's um, he's Greek. And seriously, Greece has like the most amazing ice cream. Like it's so crazy. I don't know. I think it's just because they treat their animals so much better, and they're like the like you know when you open an egg from like one of your own chickens and it's like this orange yolk and you're like what the heck is that color yes so like everything is like that in greece like even the watermelon like the watermelon is like the craziest color you've ever seen it's like almost looks red oh wow yeah so their ice creams that, that they make there are just like totally incredible so he makes this amazing ice cream and it tastes just like the ice cream you get in greece so we're using that to put in our affogados and it's so good oh my gosh yeah I want to try them. So the, um, I would suggest the boozy one because it has frangelico in it. Okay. Espresso and caramel, and it's so good. It's like kind of like a milkshake almost. Yeah, that's what it kind of sounds like. Yeah. It's like a dessert almost. Like oh, you it could is. do it as like a dessert, like yeah. ice cream. And then you have to go to bed, like right after. <laughs> like, this is so good. I need a nap. Yeah. That's the kind of food I'm here for. <laughs> yes. That's for sure. Do you have some favorite things on Meraki's menu? Um, so let's see. The avocado toast is, um, one of my faves, which is so funny because I feel like Albuquerque was like, I feel like it's such a new thing here. People are like, yeah, avocado toast. It's about time. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's very new within like the last five years. Um, so the avocado toast is my favorite. Um, and then the lucamades. So those are these like amazing fresh fried little donut holes and um they're soaked in honey and they have powdered sugar and crushed walnuts and they're like amazing you can usually only get them at greek fest um which is only once a year and so i'm like okay well maybe we should put these on the menu and then my chef hated me because he's like really nicole i have to figure this out (laughs) (laughs) no but you'll figure it out and then now he's fine yes exactly that's how it always goes i'm like so (laughs) can we do poached eggs and he like gives me this look and walks away and then a day or two later, we have poached eggs. Oh, that's so funny. When I worked at the restaurant, I remember like people ordering poached eggs, and I'd go in the back, and I'm like, okay, so these need to be poached, and they'd give me this look. And yeah. I'm like, just do it. Like, it's fine. It's hard to poach an egg. It is hard to poach it's an really egg. It's really hard. It's not as easy as it looks. I feel this pain, but whatever. It's yeah. Well, we got a sous vide, so that's supposed to be really, really good for yes. like poaching and stuff. So I do want to try that. Yeah. Because you can like... You can do poached eggs. Yeah, it, right? yeah. You can like make them like exactly how you want. So yeah. depending if you want like a certain hardness on the outside and the yolk, you know, just like all of those things. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, just a little, you know, egg information cool. for you guys, <laughs> which is super important. Well, I personally love the goddess toast. Oh, that's one of my faves too. I literally think I had an out-of-body experience. <laughs> When I had the goddess toast. So the Greek yogurt we make in-house. Um, and it's just, like, so rich and creamy. But, like, so – it still feels, like, healthy, you know? Yes, like no, totally. It, it to- and it yes. totally is. 
Um, but it's like, yeah, it's really good. It's one of my favorites. No, it's so good. And I agree with you because a lot of times, like if you have like something creamy, you're like thinking like it isn't good for you. Yeah. It's like feels heavy, but you don't feel heavy after you have your toasts. Like they're like light. And then like the way you like do the bread and then you have like flowers on it. It's just so good. Thank you. It's I, I literally like was having dreams about goddess toast. Oh, good. Goddess like afterwards. Dreams. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then I made that one toast and you're like, hey, that looks familiar. I was like, well, a girl can dream over here. I'm just <laughs> trying to survive until I get over there until next time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, you know, here we are. Now, what are kind of your next big plans? What do you have for the future, whether it be with Meraki, Nickel? Do you have like... So I'm like constantly um, thinking of restaurant ideas. Like that's all I do all the time. So anytime I travel, um, I'm like, okay, is Albuquerque ready for this? And I'm like, "Mm, no, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) But please, we need it. Please. (laughs) Um, But I have, so I have a a Mexican restaurant concept that I would love to do one day. And I, I will. Um, I have like an old school steakhouse idea that I'll do. And I don't know if I'll necessarily do them here or if they'll be somewhere else. Um, and I don't have any plans right now to do them, but I, at one point in my life, I will. Um, so the next plan, realistic plan, is uh, getting nickel out there. So we um, are going to launch in Arizona this summer. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. So September will probably be the month that we do it. Um, and I have one of my old, um, it's funny cause everything comes full circle when you lose those good em- employees then they come back. Um, so one of my most amazing employees that I've ever had at Knob Hill Bar and Grill, um, he was my bar manager. He lives in Arizona and he's going to kind of be in charge of selling out there to get everything started. And then we'll bring on more girls and stuff like that. Um, and then after, so We'll take on Arizona in 2021, and then from there, we'll go um, to Colorado, Texas, and California, and then Nevada. And then from there, um, distribution should be kind of seamless from there and kind of spread over through the United States and stuff like that. Like, watch out Southwest. Yeah. Here you come. Yeah. That's super exciting. Yeah, thanks. That's fantastic. And I wanted to make sure that everyone knew about your gold medal that you won for yeah. your gin because this is huge yeah i didn't know it was actually huge um so um my head of sales she i just told her i'm like okay we need like some sort of like competition to enter and so she looked some up and our distiller's like oh you could enter this the soonest one is this one and the deadline was like in a week and she's like okay well i better just submit it so nicole doesn't get mad so <laughs> and she only submitted the gin because of course i was like counting pennies at the at that time and we just launched and it was five hundred dollars to enter and so i'm like just submit the gin whatever let's see how it goes um and so we just got an email this week that we won a gold medal in the san francisco world spirit competition so we're like okay we'll pump the brakes let's not announce anything yet let's look up this competition and see what it's all about so it's like one of the most prestigious awards you can actually get in the spirits world it's like winning an Oscar, a Grammy, or a gold medal in the Olympics. Like, my distiller is like, we just won a gold medal in the Olympics. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So what they do is, um, so it's these, like, renowned judges from around the world. They've either been, like, awarded distillers or bartenders or curators or uh, bloggers. Um, and they all come, and they're all separated, um, and they do, everything is blind. So everything is blind tasted, and it's not like they're sitting next to each other like, oh, this one's good, or no, 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 that one's not good because you can taste this or whatever. So they all, like, individually kind of choose what they want, um, and then they just give their, um, what their choice is, gold, uh, gold, silver, or bronze, or or nothing. Um, And so we were like, okay so this actually is a big deal and we read a couple articles and forbes like announces the the winners um which is like crazy so i mean we don't want to like we don't want to get ahead of ourselves and think like okay like what's going to happen next but it's like one of those questions like you know a lot of a lot of spirit companies need to win this award so that they can actually get global distribution 
which we're, we don't need to do that right now. But I mean, if, you know, someone comes up to us and says, hey, we saw your award and we want to start distributing you everywhere, then obviously we'll be very happy. Well, absolutely. That's huge. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, well, and like super, super exciting. And then that will kind of help hopefully give you then like, okay, I'm going to enter the, are you going to enter the vodka now? Yeah. So next year we'll enter the vodka for sure. Um, so this is like how Tito's became Tito's is that they got two gold medals and um, beat out Grey Goose. And so then after that, everyone's like, who the heck is Tito's? Like, what is this vodka? And from there, it kind of blew up. Wow. Yeah. And would you, will you enter the gin again? Is it something that it's good yeah. to like continue like two time gold? Yeah, you can do it. Um, you can do it again, but just the one is like, you know, it's like, I don't know, whoever wins an Oscar, it's like, well, they can do another movie, but they already have one. They already have one Oscar. So it's like, do you really need another one? So we'll enter it. Um, but I would love to just enter the vodka and kind of see how it does. Yeah, too. that sounds great. I mean, you could always be like the Michael Phelps of gin and vodka. Yeah. You could have like seven medals or something. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> well, that's super, super exciting. Yeah, thanks. That's perfect. And then if people want to purchase nickel, where can they get it? So uh, we're about to be in a lot more um, like retail places. But for right now, um, so we when we first launched, we made sure to keep it super, super local. And I always promote everyone to go to local places anyways. Um, so Jubilation, um, all of the Kelly's Liquors, uh, Quarters, um, Paradise Liquors. There's a number of places in Santa Fe um, that have it as well. Um Traegers in Farmington has has it. Um, Distill in Farmington. Um, the Kellys in Las Cruces. And there's another liquor store down there, too, that has it. Um, so we're in, like, 65 locations right now. Um, and then Total Wine has it as well. Um, and then very soon Whole Foods will have it. Um, awesome. Yeah. So it's kind of all over. Um, and then very quickly you'll, you know, you'll be in Smiths and be like, oh, there it is. Heck yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. And I'll be like, yes, I know. Yeah. (laughs) And I love the motto you have on the back of your gin and your vodka. Thanks. Will you share it with everyone? Yeah. So it says, be particular with who you love and what you drink. Um, And that's just, you know, that's how I do everything in my life. Um, I'm just one of those girls that if it's not a good drink, it's not worth the calories and it's not worth the hangover. So I just, I don't just drink like... A Cape Cod, you know, Agreed. Just, I would rather just have a water. Same. You know, I only drink to like really enjoy an amazing cocktail. So yeah, I'm, I'm very particular with, with what I drink. No, I love I that. <laughs> Absolutely. That's just like such a pretty motto too. I love that. And I love that you have your thumbprint on it and the branding on it is just so good. Thank you. Yeah. We, the, the person that did the branding is like amazing. He's, um, one of the partners that's involved is it's his brother and he lives in California and we kind of like told him, you know, what we were thinking and he created that the woman's head, like he created that and it was like, Wow, like that's amazing. And I tweaked it a million times because I'm like, No, can you do her hair like this? Can you change her nose? Can you do this? Yes, absolutely. I would <laughs> and be he's the like, same. Oh my god, this girl's crazy. Um, but and it's perfect. And yeah, I Yeah, but it. once it's perfect, it's perfect. Yeah, and I wanted something that, like, could stand out so you could just see that symbol. And, like, it's like Starbucks. You're like, oh, there's Starbucks. Oh, they have nickel. That's what I, like, that's how I picture it, kind of like that Medusa, like the same kind of like that girl, like that strong woman. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what the vibe I get when I drink your cocktails. Yes, and, like, the perfect, like, the cork, the way it pops out. It's just like... Yeah. I love the experience. Oh, thank you. And it looks pretty out too. You know, some bottles you have, you're like, yeah, let's put it in there. Totally. I wanted it to be, you know, I wanted you to be able to put some flowers in it after if you wanted. Yes, absolutely. And if someone wants to get a cocktail locally, you're in quite a few restaurants, aren't you? Yeah. So um, uh, Los Poblanos, of course, the Lavender 99, one of my favorite cocktails. Um, Ron Sauce and um, Vintage. Vintage actually has it on happy hour for $5. You can get a, like, $5 martini. Oh, that's great. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, let's see. Uh, La Chosen Santa Fe. So we don't have any um, 
Santa Fe right now because they we were just you know when people open you can't go bombard them like hey pick up a product <laughs> so Lachosa just picked us up this week but we'll be in a lot more places in Santa Fe soon um, Hooters has um, they actually have a little QR code on all of the tables so it's a nickel menu so there's nickel cocktails that you can actually get at Hooters oh I um, love that yeah um, get your to, wings and get your nickel yeah um, Matutzi's um, has it all three locations I think Matutzi's 25 has it cocktail with it or on their on their menu um i'm trying to think where else there's like a number of places that have it and there'll be more soon for sure i love that and everyone will say like i'm having this i know it's additive free and i'm supporting a woman's business a local women's business which i absolutely love yeah thank you perfect and if anyone wants to follow your socials where can they connect with meraki and Uh, nickel so meraki is drink underscore meraki and then nickel is uh nickel spirits and yeah you can find all of our stuff on there perfect and do you have any websites um yeah the websites are on the instagram so you can get there through the through the instagram okay perfect awesome and then i'm hoping that people eventually be able to buy like nickel spirits online that'd be awesome like actual the actual spirits Mm -hmm. so yeah our state is so like um behind the times on all of that um but we're working to actually be able to do that um it, it takes like shipping your bottles to another state that allows that and then shipping it back type thing. Got um, it. But we're working on it. That's awesome because yeah. I want to promote the heck out of that. Ever since COVID, the laws are kind of changing drastically. Um, so to make make it easier to get alcohol, which is nice. Oh, that is good. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty soon it'll business. be one of those things like you get online and you order it and then you can get it delivered. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for sitting down with me here, Nicole. And I just, I learned so much from you and you're truly an inspiration and I cannot wait to see what you have in store for us. You're the best. Thank you for always being so sweet. And so, I mean, you support everything I do and I appreciate it. Oh yeah. I am here cheering you on 110%. Thank you. And I just, I can't wait to see what you got coming up next. Awesome. Well, happy Friday to you and happy Friday to everyone else who is listening And thank you for tuning in to Social Cue. I'm your host, Ashley Buffington. Make sure you tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. where I'll be sitting down with Tyson Garcia from Rust is Gold Coffee. Hi, guys. This is Ashley Buffington. I'm so excited to announce my new show, Social Cue, on ABQ Solo Radio every Friday at 4 p.m. I'll be hosting sit-down chit-chats with local influencers, small business owners, as well as movers and shakers in our community. Each week, I will have giveaways from places that I love, and I know you'll love too. All you need to do is download the TelABQ app, tune into ABQ Solo Radio, and register to win through the app under Win With Ashley. That's Social Cue with Ashley Buffington on ABQ Solo Radio every Friday at 4 p.m. live at telebq.com.